Okay, hi and welcome back to Chill With Us. This is Angie. And Anna. And today we have a special guest with us, my lovely niece, Hannah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hi, Hannah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Um, again, I think that I need to reiterate that time is super super precious so thank you so much for spending time with us today. we're coming down thank you <laughs> okay so um so we kind of um have like a little layout because it's sunday and everybody's on crunch time um and we want to touch on migraines i feel like those of us who have them um know how like um, <laughs> yeah I was about to ask Hannah like how comfortable she is because I have like a sailor's mouth sometimes and I don't want <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone <laughs> oh no she asked me before coming on um is it okay if we swear or something I'm like <laughs> okay hey, we try to keep it clean but if you know an f-bomb comes out here and there it's all good <laughs> okay I was gonna say because those those of us who have had migraines in the past know how big of a bitch they are and it's just like it's and I think I think that whenever you try to explain it, it never comes across as bad as it is. No, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so give us um some background, like your um your like your age range, how like when they started, maybe, and then some maybe health um background, maybe your family had it, something, some history on you. Okay. Yeah. So right now I'm 24, but I started getting my mic. Well, I was diagnosed with chronic migraines at the age of. 14 so my freshman year of high school wow yeah and I've had them ever since I had to have a neurologist I've had two cat scans and an MRI to confirm that they were chronic migraines and I get them um for my mom because she also has chronic migraines okay I don't know how long she's had them for I think also pretty much all her life I think so too she's always had headaches yeah it, when you started having them, so you were diagnosed at 14, like with a chronic migraine, how, how many years prior to that did you have them? Because I know, I, and I mean, this is probably just me, but I feel like I had like headaches, you know, when I was young and a long time, like in elementary school, it was like, oh, you just don't want to go to school. Oh, it's just, just an excuse for this. So how long was it kind of brushed off before? I think... Out, so it's kind of hard to tell, but I've always, I've always remember since I was in kindergarten, always having headaches. I always had stomach aches because I was lactose intolerant, but I didn't know it. Oh, <laughs> you always had like little issues here and yeah. there, but you know, yeah, you don't really know about those things. I just found out about lactose intolerant with her or with my own daughter yeah. that that existed. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. In kindergarten, they you know force us to do, to drink the little milk cartons and the milk bags. Yeah. Every day after lunch, I would go to the nurse's office for a stomach ache, and they're like, "Oh, you just don't want to go to class. It's okay. Go away." Mm-hmm. But after I'd go to the restroom, that's I think the lactose intolerance right there. Yeah, and that's a little surprising because I think that when because you're you're quite younger than we are, and I think that our generation we had a lot of like we is when we started seeing like the peanut allergies come up, and we we had you know a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But at your generation, it was like, we know kids have shit. Let's stop ignoring it. So why were they still brushing you off? That that yeah. seems. So yeah, I was diagnosed at 14, but I think I definitely had them way younger. You had them prior to that? 
and headaches. I was never really allowed outside because mm-hmm. the heat would always make me sick. It triggered it. Those headaches. It was bad. And I remember um, your mom. I think she said that she would get bloody noses. A lot of bloody noses. Mm-hmm. Bloody like, noses too. Oh yes. So my mom, she had nosebleeds from a young age until her teenage years, where she said every single night for years mm-hmm. she would have a really, really bad nosebleed where she had to have like a bowl. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And dice que la forma que se le curaron fue that she went to Mexico, you know, or they went somewhere to like una capilla. Um, God, I don't remember who I'm so bad at storytelling, but they went y le pidieron a la Virgen, or I don't know who, where they went, pero fueron a un lugar, un santuario, mm-hmm. y le pidieron a Dios, and since then, her nose completely stopped. It stopped. Did, had they tried? Do you know if they had tried like doctor visits or anything before they went to like a spiritual healing? Um, I'm pretty sure they they probably did, but back in the day, yeah, yes, it was you know. Yeah, it was more common not to. Yeah, there wasn't much to because I know that my other niece, um, she would get a lot of bloody noses too. I wonder if that's like a telltale sign because then Vicky gets bloody noses too. Yes, you're right. Oh, yeah, everyone's in the family then. Yeah. Because because one of my nieces gets bloody noses too. Y a ella le tuvieron que cortar las venas de la nariz. Oh my god, like they cauterized? Yeah, because it was so bad that they were constant, you know, bleeding, bleeding, and no se le controlaba. And they would take her to like the hospital, um, you know, see specialists. Uh-huh. And a handful of times they actually cut the veins from her nose to help stop the bleeding. Yeah, they cauterized. Um, Because Rosa, I remember when we were young, um, all of my siblings had, like, whenever there was, it was, remember heat strokes, heat strokes, fucking heat alerts in elementary school, where um, they were like, oh, you know, you can't play outside. It was much prior to getting that hot that all three of them, all three of my siblings would get nosebleeds. Um, I, like, I mean, I have no, I've never actually looked into it, but the way that I saw it, they're all like, the three of them are gingers. And I'm, they, they're fairer skin than I am. So I just figured, oh, it's just because I know that gingers have more um, with their eyes, like in the sun and stuff. Like they're just more, it, it's, it's um, son como más sensibles al sol, you know? Also, um, their eyes, that they're more sensitive to the sun. Yeah, to the sun. Yeah. So I assume, I associated to that. I was like, oh, it's because they're gingers and they're more, they're fair skin and they're just, it's just more impactful on them. Well, I was like running amok. I was like, yeah, book it, suntans. Let's get some melanoma. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, my family had a lot of that. And now that I think about it, like Rosa had a lot of nosebleeds and she also has constant migraines. So there could be something there. I should look into it. I wonder if it's like genetic for us, you know, because we don't know our grandparents we don't we don't really know much like we don't know much about them mm-hmm. but like sister and then i started with migraines but i never had bloody noses well hector he gets migraines too sometimes not as often i think yeah he but does. he's yeah. he always gets headaches too with the heat yeah vicky too vicky this in which she's always gotten bloody noses and complains about headaches because it chiquita yeah she's always had that well for me they did tell me it was genetic it was because my mom oh so i might it might be something that runs in the family because I didn't start getting migraines so um what like a couple years ago and I'm saying like a migraine like one or two migraines a year you know what I mean not, right. not chronic migraines 
but maybe like yeah two years ago now I get freaking chronic migraines like if if I'm out in the sun and the heat if I just go out in it oh my god like no me la cao. like I just started so I'm like oh my god I can't imagine how you did it at from such a young age to have freaking yeah. migraines it's yeah it's the worst you can't explain that can't. <laughs> the best way I can explain it is like a very bad hangover yeah yeah the most like a uh, way where most people could relate to it yeah and it's it like really a constant bad? hangover that does yeah. not go away yes yeah. so that actually really made me scared to start drinking because yeah. i'm so scared of hangovers <laughs> i yeah. can see that because if you you already know what it's like you're like yeah fuck that it's not worth the partying if that's how i'm gonna feel tomorrow hangover for me is 10 times worse than a regular hangover for mm-hmm. you guys because it's like the migraine on top of a hangover yeah it's, it's so bad how when you have a migraine how can you tell um or any way that you can describe a regular headache like an average headache from your migraine what would you say are the different feelings for me when i have a migraine my my nose becomes very very sensitive i could smell everything okay like everything makes me nauseous like everything smells really, really bad to me. Oh man. Okay. Oh. The tortillas, I cannot. I think that's my mom too. Or anything yeah. burnt smells frijoles, so you know? disgusting. Yes. Frijoles. Yes. Um, just normal smells that I would normally be fine with. There, I cannot stand them. Like you I can't. have an open window. I you can't deal with them. And how, like, when you feel one coming, like, what are your, like, what actions do you take? signs like what are your like what are your signs that you know one's coming when and i know one's coming is my vision i'll start seeing like either squiggly lines or little black dots oh my god like you're gonna pass out yes holy fuck <laughs> <laughs> like my vision will start to change and i'll start to feel like a little lightheaded like i like if i really am gonna pass out that's like yeah. my your first initial sign that one's coming yeah that is gonna be a bad one mm-hmm. And then what actions do you take at that point? I try to hurry up and take um, Tylenol or Advil. I don't take, I used to have a neurologist and I used to have like prescribed, prescribed like heavy medication, but they, it created a hole in my stomach. I was going to say it's hard on your liver, right? So I, I just, I'd rather not go down that road. So I just take over the counter, either Excedrin, Tylenol or Advil. And, um, I I guess I'm thinking like, you know, whenever I, one more time, I've learned the warning sign so I could take it early enough where it actually do something and it's not like, it doesn't get that bad. Yeah. You could control it. I have it controlled. Oh, good. Cause, cause I was thinking like the, um, whenever I, cause one, yeah, I drink so, but I can tell the difference between just like a hangover and then when I have a migraine and I've had migraines, like where I go to sleep and I have a headache and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sleep it off. I'm going to sleep it off. And then it'll wake me up because it's so bad. And, um, right now that you said that things make you nauseous, it's, I've never had a smell like, but I've had where the pain is so awful that that makes me puke Yeah, like that. And it's not like, and nothing comes out. It's just like stomach acid, but it's just like that, like. And it's funny that you say that I've had, um, I've had nights where I wake up and then I, I, I wake Santiago up and I'm like, Hey, don't panic. 
but I have a migraine and I'm going to go puke. But if I pass out, just wake me up with alcohol. Don't call 911. I don't want to pay like, you know, I don't want to pay the emergency copay, you know? So I'm like, don't call, just wake me up. I'm okay. I'm going to be fine. If I hit myself, make sure I'm not bleeding, but don't call 911. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's so scary. Uh, yeah, I've never had it to that. Usually I throw up and I feel relief and then I could go to sleep and I can sleep it off. Oh, that's, that's, I, I, I think the, the, like the offset of that is like, I have them from Odijuana, like una o dos veces al año. But if you're having this pain constantly, oh, like every single day. If I don't have a active migraine, I have like, the leftover achy mm-hmm. headache like I never like just if you feel ha- fine. like if you have a headache constantly yes like I a, constantly okay. have some sort of headache yeah so it's either just an achy annoying like I feel it in the back of my head but I kind of ignore it mm-hmm. or it's a full-on like can't ignore it all I could think of is my migraine do you nap a lot I do <laughs> okay yeah because you try to cope with it to yeah just to not feel it, you know, when you're sleeping, you're okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like when you hear, when you, whenever I feel one coming on, it's one of those like, like I've had like in the day where I'm working and I'm just like, if I can step away, hey guys, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna take a lunch and like an extended lunch. And I've, I've literally slept in my truck, like at work where I know it's coming and I know the only thing that's gonna make it go away is a nap where I'm like, <laughs> give me two hours, I'll be back. Like me once at a wedding, my cousin's wedding, I got the biggest migraine of my life. Like we were looking forward to that wedding and I got my makeup done. I got all dolled up, what I never, ever do. Uh-huh. And at the party, I had a full blown, a full blown migraine and uh-huh. I was um, throwing up like bad, bad, bad. And even my sister said, do you want me to drive you home? I'm like, no. I'm mm-hmm. like, I paid for my makeup. I got my makeup done. <laughs> We've been waiting here for this wedding. Like. I cannot go home. No. You see, my puilat, I'm like, I have to sleep it off. I have to sleep it off. You see, I went to the truck and like, like maybe by, what was it? Maybe like 7 p.m., 7.30, 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. I felt good. And, but it took all, it took all the, like, I had to nap. Like, mm-hmm. you have to nap it off. Because, see, no, no, but no, you will not survive. People think I'm lazy sometimes because I sleep so much. But it's honest, I have to. I have to. Mm-hmm. I'll go crazy. Like, yeah. No, yeah and I think that it, it's like when when people that have never had one and then you have them so often and you try to explain it and, it's, and you can see like like how incredulous you know like and, it, and at that point you're like there's nothing else you can do this is what I'm telling you is what I feel I feel like I like you feel so sick that you just give up on the friendship you're just like screw you I'm sick. <laughs> I'm not going to deal with you. It's true because, you know, I honestly, we say, I'd be like, yeah, Emily's just, you know, she doesn't want to do stuff. But now that I've been experiencing headaches, like I've told like Angie, you know, like, damn, like, I don't know how they do it. Like now I totally understand what you go through. And it's true. Unless you don't go through it, you never, you really don't know you what don't. the person is going through. Yeah. And I only go through it once. So, you know, lately it's been more often, but um, not every day. I could just imagine every day. I know. But luckily, I've kind of, if I can keep myself distracted and not thinking about the migraine, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like, I mean, I'm working six days, eight hours, and I'm able to stay all day, and I just focus on the work, and I don't even let myself think about the migraine. Like, mm-hmm. I just make sure I eat very often, 
and I keep up. I'll take my Tylenol with me or my Advil with me, and I, every eight hours I'll take my medication, and I'm okay. And then I get that's home, the, and I'm like, oh my god, no, I'm dying now. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's when I thing. finally you, feel you it. You figured a way to make it work that you're still able to work, you know, yeah. like live a yeah. life and not let it consume you. Yeah. Before I used to let it consume me mm-hmm. a, a lot more, but now ya no me dejo. Like I make sure I stay distracted. You're like, you're functioning at a migraine. That's like, yeah, yeah manageable. Uh, or that you said something about, uh, you know, you eat often is, is, I was going to ask, is this something that the doctors recommended? Like, is there something that they're like, don't eat this food or eat that food or eat this often? Or They, they do, they do say I shouldn't eat certain foods. I honestly don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I've just noticed like, for me, I get a headache when I'm hungry. And I, I don't eat a lot. I eat small portions, but I eat every two hours or every hour. Okay. Like how her body is made. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like me too, like we, I don't know if because, you know, we're like thin. I don't know. Our stomachs are small. Yeah. Well, mine isn't that small anymore, but <laughs> I'm like, if you don't see that one, si no comes like a good portion, um, luego, luego te da hambre y en cuanto te da hambre you, you get a headache that's how I am too if I yeah. get up late and I don't eat breakfast right away like okay. I, I just had cereal so I already feel like a headache coming and I'm like, like, like I'm drinking coffee to help with that I see what you're saying yeah, if she doesn't eat right away it's like right away te empieza como una jaquequita like a little little headache but that little mm-hmm. headache turns into something if you bigger. don't yeah if you wait and wait it gets worse and worse so I just have to make sure and I eat I eat like a lot of protein and like it's small stuff, but I make sure that it's like good for me at least. Is, is this research that you did? You said you eat a lot of protein or is it trial and error or did somebody say, Hey, what I've seen helps me because I, I, my job is very physical. Okay. So I'm, you know, pushing really big pallets. I'm working with electronics. So like the laundries, the washers, refrigerators. Sometimes I have to push them out of the way without a pallet jack, just with my own muscles. <laughs> oh. Or we're strapping and wrapping all day. Like it's a lot of very physical stuff too. So I have to make sure. You're eating eat. enough protein. And yeah. That's, yeah, that's another. Anna, you earlier, like 30 seconds ago, you said that you ate cereal and then you went like this. Que te empieza, que dijistes? yeah that's I feel like I haven't heard I haven't heard that word in like 30 years and I'm 34 (laughs) yeah but like I feel a little bit of jaqueca here and I'm like okay later I gotta eat when when we finish I gotta have a good meal because Mm -hmm. you know jaqueca isn't dolor de cabeza it's like a pre pre dolor de cabeza for me it's like a that's how I yeah. that's how I see it. it's like a pre like you're, you're starting to get the little signs but it's not a headache you know so it's, it's like it's halfway to a headache to being a headache <laughs> <laughs> that's cool like, I get it and also to have your own definition please hit us up let us know what you think <laughs> <laughs> what's a hakeka? I like that <laughs> which um, means headache <laughs> <laughs> so so Hannah you said um it was like Advil Tylenol um what would you say your um uh your liquid consumption do you drink you think you drink more water or less or I try to drink at least like 
eight water bottles at work when, in my eight hour shift. And then after I'll drink like cups of water. The water is super, super important for sure. Especially right now in this heat. Oh my gosh, it's so hot. Yeah. Everybody needs to needs to stay hydrated. Um, um, when when you started going to the doctor and started seeing them, um, is there anything that they attributed them to? Um, they told me like my menstrual cycle that my periods were causing the migraines, but it wasn't just during my menstrual cycle. That's when they were for sure. Mm-hmm. But it was just that it was all all the time so they tied it into that but you don't think that that was i don't think that's solely it they think because when you started your menstrual cycle that that's when your headaches really like that's Mm -hmm. what triggered it i think maybe the hormonal change and stuff or yeah but but yeah you think you did happen before you just never really i didn't know how to explain it or yeah like i didn't have that label that oh these are chronic you know Mm -hmm. when they did the test that's when they gave me that label I guess I've um like I've had um I've had headaches before and and I guess when we were younger um I had them like like in like grade school and um my mom tells this like she's it's like the story that she always tells how about how um as a like a toddler she always had me had really have really long hair and when I started going to like grade school and I would, and I would complain about headaches, um, the doctor suggested that they cut my hair because it was too heavy and too much for, for, uh, I guess how big I was. I don't know. And I don't know how much truth there is in, in, in that, but have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah. Told the same thing. And you know what? I, I kind of do believe it because mm-hmm. when my hair gets a certain length, I start, I get more headaches. I do. Like right now, I feel like my hair is already getting to the length where, um, como está ahí, so that's it. If it gets longer, I need to cut it because I already feel the tension back here. Uh-huh. down. I already feel like my hair is way too long. And Emily too, she- but yeah. I have very thick hair. Very, very thick. Like mm-hmm. I have to get it thinned out every single time. And I can't even put it up in a ponytail or a bun because that's too it's heavy. too heavy. Yeah. Head. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, that when you always have braids yeah and loose braids not too tight. yeah and before i used to always have my hair like up in a bun i don't know if you notice angie but now i do it in the bottom because if oh. i put it up i feel like it's it is too much pressure and it feels heavy mm-hmm. and if i put it down pues está agarrado and, and it also has to be like loose it can't be too tight so you know también luego, luego, my head starts hurting and i've always worn my hair up and slicked back and tight like high ponytail like always always yeah, like a couple years back, I can't do that no more because mm-hmm. luego, luego, my head starts hurting. Yeah, I, I, I had that because igual, como tú, como tú, Hannah, I have a lot of hair. So um, I, top buns, when I have long hair, it is the worst on headaches. It's too heavy. It's too like pulling back on your eyes. And um, so what I started doing, I remember because when we worked at the restaurant, it was like you always had to have your hair up. So that's when I started doing the two. I would do two ponytails like half like halfway through my like on the like bottom part of my head and then I would tie those together in the bottom so I didn't like straight up look like a 10 year old but it was it would distribute the weight though yeah yeah right now I fucking I'm loving the short hair it is amazing except for like the bottom that you can't like put up Uh yeah incredible for the heat 
But you have straight hair, huh? It's, it's like, like wavy. It's not as curly as yours. Uh, I wish I could do something like that, but my hair is crazy. No. Oh, it's like, it's not straight enough where I can just let it dry. And it's not like curly enough where I'm like super like Selena curls and they look fucking cool. No, it's like enough to be nappy and have flyaways. So um, like the medication, the, the um, what you're eating, the water intake, like the hydration. Um, recently, um, we, uh, my sisters and I we went to go, like my older sister has a ton of piercings, like all over her face. And then, um, I went with, um, I went with them to get like, we've got like extra earlobes and blah, blah, blah. And my younger sister, Rosa, she got a date. Oh, I heard, heard of that one. Oh, the one that goes right here in the, mm-hmm. ha- have you heard about that? Hannah? Yes. I heard that it's supposed to help because it's a pressure point for acupuncture and that's why uh, it helps some people but for some people it hurts makes it worse because you have to get it right on the pressure point exactly at the exact point for it to work and not every you know piercer knows exactly that that point where to where to do it I remember um uh, I think we'd have to ask her to see if she's like been able to tell my friend, she got it, and she says that it actually made him kind of worse. Really? Did she end up taking it out? No. <laughs> she she left it. it? She left it because she likes how it looks, but she doesn't think it helped at all. Oh, shit. It looks good, and I think that when, when you get, like, cartilage piercings, it takes so fucking long to heal mm-hmm. that you're like, yeah, I'm not going to take that bitch off. Batallé demasiado. Yeah, fuck that. Like, this one, dude? I'm gonna have for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Because it took way too long to heal, where I'm like, nope, it's staying there forever. And then she told us a story about that one that she, um, that's the one that you almost passed out. <laughs> yes. Oh, because I had to take it off for the dentist because oh. they do the x ray and it, like, they're like, oh, it's gonna, like, you know, so I took it off. And then legit, it was like a few hours later, I went back to work. And again, it had taken so long for it to heal that I asked um, that I asked um, one of the girls from work to shove it back in there. And that's when I almost died. Oh, yeah. Like she took it out for a couple hours. Yes, it estaba cerrando. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So imagine she would have waited even longer. Oh, my God. No. It was. I don't have to do that. I'm like, ah. Uh, sorry, I digress with the piercings. But um, are there any th- anything else that you do like home remedies? Um, no, really, not really. I know for me, I do. I get peppermint. I get lavender. <laughs> oh, the, well, I do a lot of the like, um, you know those those ice packs, but they don't get really frozen. Yes, jelly ones. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, those in the freezer. I put those on. Or my mom, she has that whole po- the sliced potato with alcohol, and, and with alcohol. well it's like a, a cold fresh potato that's been in the fridge you cut it up in slices and then you put those slices in alcohol mm-hmm. you put them all like on your forehead like rubbing then- alcohol yeah 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 rubbing alcohol so you kind of put it wherever your pressure points and yeah. wherever you feel the pain you put the potatoes and then you wrap it with the a bandana, a bandana. that Did helps a lot it does help i guess because it's fresh yeah. You know, like the papa y el alcohol, like it helps. Or you can even put essential oils on the papa too. Sometimes yeah. you would put like mint or something like fresh smelling. Yeah, like peppermint is fresh. It's yeah. peppermint. 
I do peppermint. I get peppermint and I put it in my pressure points because that's usually where my head hurts. Uh-huh. And that helps a lot. And in my nose, you know, to like sniff it and sniff it and open oh, some airway. Another one she told me was the, the red tiger balm. That actually oh, really yeah. helps. What is it? It's como Benge, but it's it's tiger balm. It's called tiger balm. Tiger balm? Tiger uh-huh. balm. Uh, tiger and then balm, B-A-L-M. Uh-huh. There's a green one, which is like the regular one. And then there's a red one, which is like the extra strength one. That's the one that I've been using. And I just put some on my forehead in the pressure points. That's what you call it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. on your temples? Yeah. On my temples, exactly. And then that helps a lot. Like that with Tylenol and then taking a nap and it's gone when you wake up. Oh, shit. Fuck yeah. Okay. Because... You look for a picture so we can post that. <laughs> yeah, I wrote it down. I wrote peppermint and tiger bomb. I've um, seen t- tiger bomb sometimes at Stater Brothers. Okay. So um, when I when I started having them again, um, I would I, I like I think that they because I've had them like through life like sporadically like once every two years, once a year. And then this last year that we started, um, that I started working from home, I think that it was like a combination of, of not going outside and never being exposed to the sun and stress. And there was just like so many other factors, um, that I, I talked to my Rosa, and she immediately sent me like a care package and she sent me, um, a night guard because I grind my teeth. so so she thinks that well you know it probably attributes so she sent me a night guard she sent me a sound machine um Mm. she sent me an ice pack like the one that you said hannah but were you free it doesn't it's jelly so it doesn't really freeze Uh um i got like some just like um the what are the 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 tablets that dissolve in water like alka seltzer okay uh uh-huh but they're for pain um so a few things and for me the blocking the light oh yes is like key like as soon as like turn off the lights like I've worked uh, like like work work with sunglasses because it's it's too much yeah it's just too much um so they're like a few things like that and then like whenever like I ask my mom for like Cause it's, it gets to the point where I'm, I'm not, I'm very concerned, I guess I should say about like drinking teas that like, you know, la vecina doña Concha me dijo que me tomara un té y que le echara tres hojas y se te quita, you know, like, I'm just like, okay, I don't know, lady. I don't know what you're telling me. Uh, Like, give it, give it to me, give it to me. (laughs) (laughs) like I need I'm very like I need to know that there's science behind it like for me to do it and but it gets to the point where I'm just like you know what fuck it what (laughs) anything and my mom immediately says like weird things like ponte jitomates cocidos en los calcetines like I did hear magnesium is really good. Oh, yes. And I bought a magnesium spray, and it says to, like, uh, spray it on the bottom of your feet. And I have noticed it does kind of help. Or also put it on my temples. Really? Yeah. I, I heard magnesium. I have magnesium pills. And my boss, when I would have, because one example that I had chronic, you know, headaches. I was having migraines, like, you know, every day. Mm-hmm. And she would tell me, are you taking your magnesium? And I'm like, no. 
because magnesium for me makes me go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. Like it also helps with that. Too. I already ha- I already go to the bathroom with no problem. So you can imagine how it was when I took the magnesium. <laughs> I wouldn't go to the bathroom because I, I don't I don't have nothing to you know to clean out. So then she was like, I was like, I can't take those. I almost died. Like literally, I almost died. The stomach pain. So she's like, just take like half a pill, like every other day, you know, mm. or take, you know, mm. because that helped me with my bowel movements. And I don't, I didn't need no help with the bowel movements because I'm good, but magnesium does help a lot with your migraines. Yeah. You're, you're good in that area. Okay. <laughs> take half a pill, you guys, half a pill of magnesium. If you don't have issues, you know, going to the potty, <laughs> otherwise you will not get out of the potty. <laughs> half a pill of magnesium. I'm taking so notes. But I've heard that, yeah, your feet, like there's pressure points in your feet and your hand to right here. It helps like in between your thumb and your pointer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that too. Yeah, right here. That helps. So sometimes when I get a migraine, like I start um, rubbing my my hand right there in that section. Me pongo aceite and I rub it there. Y si no tengo aceite, también me apuro like Vicks. Vicks helps because it's like fresh, it's like a peppermint. You Even know. big sometimes helps putting that on your temples instead of the tiger ball. Yeah, it's kind of. The, it's like whatever's fresh, like something yeah. that's like a fresh, like you know, minty, right? Yeah, yeah. minty. Uh huh. And then for the nausea, they say also smelling alcohol, rubbing alcohol, really helps that. That that's like a nurse trick. Yeah, and so you don't faint. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that could be. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the fainting. I I remember one of the. One of those times that I woke up, Santiago, to like, hey, I'm not dead. I'm just passed out. Wake me up. It, like I, I had taken so many painkillers. And then, and, and I mean, maybe it's just me, right? Like I was going to say, had this happened to you? <laughs> Where I had taken so many painkillers and then I got so, and then I got nauseous because of the pain that I puked, like I vomited. And then I, I got to a point where I was like, should I take another three or <laughs> Like, did I puke them out or did they already, like, were they in my, where it's like, what do you do now? You know, like. Oh, yeah. yeah. I usually don't because I get scared. Yeah. I have. Drug it up. Let's be real. Um, I have some Narcan if you guys need it. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, um, I remember when we were young, when we used to visit my grandma in Mexico one of my aunts, um, they would always make fun of her because every so often she would, le decían que lloraba como la llorona. And it was like, when people, when grownups talk and you kind of just like, yeah, haha, that's so funny. And I think about it now, she used to, um, there was tile, it was tile. So in Mexico, there's like no in between the tile, it's just cement and then tile, you know? So it's super cold. Se acostaba debajo de la cama on the tile and she would wrap her head with a wet towel and she would close all the doors and she would um, tapaba las ventanas con periódico. Y le decían que every so often she was just fucking crazy. No, she had migraines. Oh my God, yeah. Se enredaba la toalla con mojado. Yes, pobre. And I remember like, Ma- making fun of or like laughing with the grown-ups that would make fun of her and now I think about it and I'm like dude like cada 15 días le da una migraine a la pobre like yeah, yeah. It, 
Yeah, that's it. It's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, migraines are the devil. There's really no cure for them either. No, there is only like no. managing it, like living your life around the migraine instead of yeah. getting rid of the migraine. And I guess it's listening to your body, like what triggers it for you. Like, yeah. did you have a proper meal on that? Were you drinking enough water? Were you Sleep. out in the sun? Was it your period? You know, all yeah. those, I think all those factors. What type of food are you eating? Too much salt, yeah. too less salt. I think all of that. And it's hard. I think it's hard to like calculate it, you know, yeah. to like. I to live the what? life of an old lady for sure. Like, yeah. I go to sleep early. I can go. Yeah. Just go to work, go home. Yeah. We had a rave last night that I didn't go to because I was like, I, it's 102. I, I have a migraine. Mm-hmm. it's too hot it's too crowded it's too loud like i'm not gonna put myself through that i was gonna ask do um are you you think you're more sensitive to like noise mm-hmm. or only when you have a headache no yeah well loud lo- noises if i don't already have a headache they'll definitely cause a headache yeah so you're, you're more sensitive to them that's it sucks because you're 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 essentially not living like the average teenage life the average oh yeah oh that stinks i'm sorry the headaches and everything yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't really go to like concerts or go out to like uh the football games or stuff like it was too hot for me yeah i I didn't do a lot of stuff yeah yeah when i would go to like on the summertime when my family would go to disneyland or Mm -hmm. not very far i had to be very careful be in the shade drink a lot of water like everybody was always like making sure i was okay because i would i'm the type to definitely pass out like pass out without any notice i'll just yeah just like like a heat stroke type type of thing do you guys wear hats often i don't really wear a hat but i should wear more hats i just don't go outside (laughs) (laughs) i think i will be purchasing some especially with the girls now with the soccer games yeah the games are going to be at 12 majority Uh of them well but the the heat's starting to get better though like, yeah and we did get an umbrella um yesterday game was at nine in the morning and it was freaking hot like it was so hot and i'm like oh my god it's nine in the morning and we were under the shade everybody else wasn't like we took one of those umbrellas mm-hmm. but i definitely have to invest in darker glasses and a hat like i think i will start wearing hats now because aparte de que sun exposure skin cancer now i'm at the age where i'm like okay we need to take care of ourselves a little bit more you, you know? should have been taking care of yourself earlier but damage, exactly even though the damage is probably already done altered pops out in the sun we want to get a tan oh. yeah the worst farmer's tans ever all the time <laughs> um I it, it definitely I feel like I have like a really big head like just I've always had a big head and um I used to wear my dad's cowboy hats like mm-hmm. how long ago was that like I, had a, I just have a big head and um and recently within the last couple of years like I have baseball caps everywhere because I it doesn't matter how dumb I look or how like I have like huge sun hats I have like yeah, yeah. and I think I've had two kind of like reevaluate who my friends are and stuff. Like if they get upset that I can't do, so, like if they're not understanding, then I yeah, just then they're not off. they're not yeah. worth it. Yeah, yeah. And they should be because then you can find accommodations to do. Okay, if we can't do that, then let's do this. Exactly. You know, something that won't affect you or yeah. That's another thing. I think that we we um, well, like you're you're in your early twenties, and I think that you you live in a good in a good time where 
where as a society we value um we value boundaries more we val we understand we try to understand each other more we we understand that hey if there is you know too much negativity or too much toxicity it's okay to to just take it out of your life it's where before like i grew up in the you're not down are you down you're not down like like you know like we grew up with that type of pressure yeah. where, where now it's like are you down and you're like no i'm not because i have to go to bed early i know and it's true before it's like are you down yeah i'm down sure are you down? Yeah, I'm down. okay let's do it though okay fine yeah like, i'm not a girl you're a girl how am i gonna, how am I gonna get out of the house to go do it <laughs> No. Or like I work, how am I going to switch my schedule or, or get out of work and go straight to the club and then go back to work the next day? See, I never do, like, I never go out super late. I, I, cause I know our cousins, they'll go to college, go after class and then go to a baile or whatever, and then have class early the next morning. Yeah. I, I could never do that when I was in college. I never, yeah. ever, even going to work like my co-workers is like oh let's go out after work but we have work at five in the morning the next day I'm like no thank you yeah I do not want to put myself through that like I had co-workers that went to the rave and they got out at three and went to work at five Dang, they didn't yeah. even sleep they just went straight yeah. to work I could never that was us back <laughs> in high school huh the end of high school so we would go to the violence get home like three four in the morning you had a clock in at six <laughs> easy literally just get home shower and yeah. go but that was the longest shift of the freaking <laughs> of your life. I like it how you said that Hannah was in her early 20s uh, because she's 24. So that means we're in our early 30s now. I think when you're past 30, it's all downhill. So it doesn't fucking matter anymore. <laughs> you're so. When, when you start, okay. So when you start getting hot in the morning, and you check the temperature on your phone because you're not sure if it's the heat or a hot flash, then you old. old, bitch. you old. And you're laughing because I know you've done it. It's like freaking, it's not even hot. Like this happened yesterday, you know, yesterday. And I'm like, Eliseo, it's hot. Not the fan. He's like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, I'm freaking hot. I'm sweating. I'm literally sweating. My chest, my back is literally like drenched. Like if I worked out. It's the titty juice. Yeah. It's freaking like 8, 9 p.m. at night. It's not like, yeah, it's cool. Yes, fresco. That it was cool. Yeah. I'm literally sweating. I'm like, Eliso, like, touch, touch. He's like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, like, literally, it's it's sweat coming down. And it's not even hot. So you're right. Did you have this <laughs> issue in your early 20s? No. I was cold in my early 20s. You're old. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Just up. I was always an ice puck. I was a dead, everybody would say I was like a dead person alive. Yeah, I'm always cold. Oh, don't worry. When you get into your 30s, you'll, you won't be cold anymore. Because <laughs> apparently we have the same genes, so. But I will say that reminded me when I have a migraine, I get heat flashes. Mm. I get real, like if I have a fever, my head feels really warm. Like it feels like I'm starting to get a fever. Um, and sometimes I will have a temperature of like 99.8. Oh, but it's from the migraine. Yeah, when and and I'm sure you've had it where you put like the the cold compress and then that gets super hot. It's 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 a good thing to look into that like how uh, how to prepare for your 30s and your 40s when you have migraines this young. 
you know, like, what can you do to avoid? Because you know, you're not going to be able to get rid of them. Let's just like start there. Like that's going to be our starting point. And then like, what can I do so I can live a normal life and experience things? Because if you're not, I'm not, I'm not saying, I mean, I know everybody has different experiences. I'm not saying that you need to have those like go party till three and then work at five. But I do think that it's, it's, if you're ever going to do it, it's in your twenties. If you're doing that in your thirties and your forties, something's wrong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're a billionaire, whatever. But if you're like middle-class and you're doing this in your thirties and your forties, homie, get get your head out of your ass. And then I feel like it's going to get, as you age, it does get worse. You know, your body's changing. Yeah. Menopause, I'm afraid to go through menopause because I could just imagine, you know, how the migraines will amp up. But something that I, um, I always thought was that, because I have another cousin that she said she started getting migraines. She got her tubes tied. So I was like, I don't want to get my tubes tied because, um, and I think my, your mom too, I think she said that after mm-hmm. she got her tube tied, they intensified more. Like she always had headaches, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think it was probably another cause for them to be stronger. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not going to get my tubes tied because, you know, I, I'm afraid to get migraines. And I started getting migraines like two years ago. So now I'm like, huh, I wonder if it's at the time that they got their, I don't know what age they were when they got their tubes tied, but I'm going to ask if it was around my age and maybe it's just like a coincidence. That makes more sense that it's an age thing where your hormones are changing anyway. Yes. And which ties into um, what you said, Hannah, about your menstrual cycle. It's like a hormone thing. So probably, and I don't think it's like, I mean, obviously don't have any like knowledge of this, but, um, but it makes more sense that it's a hormone thing than a baby. Yeah. It's so it, it was like a myth for me. It was a myth that not because you got your two tracks, you got migraines. I'm like, now it's like genetic. And at a certain age, oh, you have a visitor yeah. all the time. No, he just walked in. <laughs> yeah. He's sitting there quietly and like, oh, I'm not here. I just lay down. Yeah. But there's nothing happening. But yeah, definitely. I do think it's, you know, it's at a certain age, your body is just changing and that's what triggered it. I think stress also triggers it a lot. I don't know, at a certain age, you get more stress. Oh, I'm stressed all the time. I, maybe because your body can take it as, you know, the same in your 20s and in your 30s. Yeah. Because we are getting older. So. <laughs> you say it hesitant, Anna. No, you are. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, so I don't want to, I think that we're, we're reaching the, an, the, the hour, Hannah. Um, like to, like in closing or like recommendations or tips. Um, I'm, I'm always like hesitant to say tricks because I don't want like tricks. Like, but what tips would you give for people that have migraines or like, do you think, um, I know that like, I don't like to bitch about stuff. So at one point, should they see a doctor? At what point um, should we take bigger measures? I think... If it's like really interfering, like how it is with me, like every single day, then yeah, you should definitely go see a neurologist. Um, but I think my biggest thing would be like, just be distracted. That's what's helped me the most, like being distracted with work or after work, I'll go on a walk with my dog. Like I just try not to um, be overwhelmed by the migraine or let it like defeat me or just, cause you could get really depressed for sure. You know, constantly having 
migrate. So I just try to keep distracted, clean my house, do whatever I have to do, and then just at night is when I let it. Okay, this is go ahead, migrate. <laughs> Hit me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna knock you out. Anyways. Yeah. It makes sense. Like, don't let it control your life. Don't interfere with Because it could definitely, definitely interfere and keep you from doing a lot of stuff. You just have to try and push through it. You know, I know it, I know it sucks because you know, I have them all the time, but you just got to try and ignore it. Got to live, try to live life the best you can. Yeah. I, I think just because I think it's worth noting on, on here, um, Hannah, you wear glasses. Have you ever considered getting getting LASIK so that you don't have that glasses on, glasses off, glasses on, glasses off type of deal? Because her vision also, I think- I have extremely, extremely, extremely bad vision. Like very, 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 very bad. That's, um. I think that could be like another segment we could talk about because that's like yes. a whole- Yes. She has a, what is it called? I have, I think it's called catacombs where your eye is like a cone, but I also don't have enough layers in my eye for LASIK. So I would have to wait until, you know, they do new ways of doing LASIK where they don't have to take off layers in your eye. And then I could go that route. But until so, because I think that that um, contributes to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Headaches, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, your vision, you can't see, eyes. so you're straining your eyes, and that causes more. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured that was no worth noting for anybody who's listening that you wear you wear glasses. Um, your caffeine intake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot, a lot of, a lot of caffeine. I've actually, I've been cutting down because I, you know, I was working a lot, so I was drinking two bangs a day. And bangs are pretty strong, the mm-hmm. energy drink. So um, now I cut it down. I went to one Celsius because those are a little bit more natural. And so, yeah, I just drink one Celsius. But does the caffeine help you? It does. Or makes it worse? Because I know for some people it helps them. For other people it makes it worse, right? So caffeine helps. That's why like Excedrin. Excedrin. One more time. Or does like your coffee have to be, they told me coffee has to be like straight black, no sugar, no nothing for it to work. I think that is because if you're putting other things in, like, for example, the energy drinks, you're not just putting caffeine in your body. You're putting a bunch of other things in your body that are going to have other effects, but like Excedrin has caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. So like for sure it, it, it helps. But I think on like, and I asked because on my, like, I also, I drink a ton of coffee so it's like, um, like I make my, like the cafe in the morning and it's like, and then I finish in the morning. And then sometimes at like two or three, I'll have more. Um, and como dice Anna, I drink it black. So it's not like I'm not putting any other things, but if I don't drink enough water, then I have a dehydration issue. And then I, my headache. Yes. So I think that's why I have to drink a little extra water because I do drink, you know, my coffee right in the morning before I go to work. And then I have an energy drink by first break. And I tried now, I don't drink anything after that, but at, before I would drink another energy drink on my last break. Mm, yeah. So I was drinking a lot of the energy drinks. Energy drinks. Yeah. So now I just coffee and then one energy drink and then that's it. Substituting, instead of drinking all of these energy drinks and drinking like the caffeine, you your intake of food is more of an energy food. So you have oats and you have fruits and vegetables and shit like that, as opposed to sugar, that's eventually going to drag you back down. Yes, I need to, I should be doing that. 
eating more veggies, more fruit, incorporating that yes, more. I do yeah. eat more fruit now. So but... you can get like natural sugar too, yeah. and not so much from the energy drinks. I have been eating a lot healthier. Like I eat more veggies because I used to be a mm-hmm. super super picky eater. Now I actually do eat vegetables mm-hmm. when I when I cook and stuff. But yeah, I need to do that a lot more. And the only reason I bring it up is because I now everybody knows how fucked up I am because I drink so much and because I and this is what I'm because I drink so much and because I drink so much coffee like that's what it is like my kidneys hate me and then my kidneys stop hurting so there is like a time where I was like okay instead of having two coffees in the morning I'm gonna have one and oatmeal and like it's so boring but it was like it's an energy food you know like it'll like help you in the morning get past that like first morning hump so there's a few things that I've experienced experimented with that they have been helpful but it's like it's so boring and it's so lame and it's like I it's like como dices tu Hannah I know I should be eating this but let's be realistic a Red Bull's easier yes I also feel like it helps me think clearer, like when I'm more awake for work. Yeah, yeah. It's because when you eat healthy, it does. Yeah, yeah. It's healthy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good circle. So I'll bring that up next time we have, um, we talk to Gabby so we can see what kind of food she eats for energy. And then maybe we can relay some details to you, Hannah, and yeah, we all help each other. Okay. So if you guys have anything else to say, if not, we can wrap this one up and I think it's it's good content. It's good information for everyone. Yeah, I think we're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for um, spending some time with us, and we know your time is precious. Again, um, and thank you, Anna, for for making time for Hannah to be on with us. Hannah and Anna. Oh my God, that's so lame. <laughs> thank you for having me. All right. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys next time. All right, guys. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.